Welcome to an LTFC Studio Production. Episode 7, God's Grace, recorded October 15th, 2017, with Pastor Ron Robinson speaking. As I was just sitting there, caught up in worship. just felt like um, the Lord was just saying, let's take a few moments. Let's be aware of his presence, his goodness in our lives. You know, last, um, last Sunday we were talking a little bit about that in terms of God's grace the grace of God. And our text we took from Zechariah chapter 4 and focused primarily on verses 6 and 7. And I'm just going to pick up from where we left off last week, um, talking about God's grace, his unmerited favor, his free gift to us. We talked about the fact that it's an ongoing, it's a continuous work, a refining process in our lives as we allow his spirit, as we invite him, first of all, to be Lord of our lives. And then as we um, look to and call upon his spirit in us to do that work of God in us. It's not our work, it's his work. And um, we talked about it being a work that shapes, that refines, that removes all obstacles in our lives. In fact, going back to that passage, which will be our text today, I'm just going to read those two verses one more time real quick. I don't know if you've had a chance to open your Bible, but if you would open it to Zechariah chapter 4, we're just going to look at those two same verses again because there's a lot of power in those two verses, a lot of Jesus in those two verses, a lot that I believe he really wants us to grasp a hold of today in a real... um, in a real and intimate way. We talked about his grace being the Holy Spirit in us. And of course, when the Holy Spirit is in us, we get all that comes with his presence, don't we? We get his power that is at work doing all of those things power that enables us to engage in his plan and purposes for our lives. That's what we talked about in, in, in just kind of a summary. And then, of course, we talked about what, what then releases all of that in our lives. It's what Scott and Laura were singing about today. It's what Rich was talking about when he sat on the porch this morning and just got out the word of God and 
just began to read over it. And then sensing the power and presence of the Holy Spirit at work, no doubt, I believe the Holy Spirit guiding him to then put on this music and then just meditate to allow his spirit, God's spirit in him to rise up through his praise and focus on him. And you saw, you heard, Rich, today. That's what God wants to be and do in each one of our lives. He wants it to be that real. And um, we said the key to that was praise. As we praise, we said we take our focus off of who we are in our circumstances and we place it on God. Praise then brings perspective. As we humble ourselves before him. Then we said that praise engages God's presence. Of course, we can, we can sense that, can't we? And when, his, when we engage his presence, that's when that continuous work begins or continues in our lives. That renewing, that refreshing, that aha moment, that that's what you mean. Oh, yes, I see it. I, I understand it now. Thank you, Jesus. And that when we praise him, we are, through our praise, invoking God's grace and power in our lives. And remember, we said that God's calling on each one of our lives, his gifts that he gives to us, the gift of his abiding presence is irrevocable. That, mean, does, that means that God doesn't give us something and then take it away. He's not a stingy God. That's where we left, left it last week. And I just felt like the Lord said to me, just before I came up, Ron, just take a few moments. Let's open with prayer. And then, you know, I have a whole bunch I can say, all ready to go. And, and I believe we'll engage in some of that, but we'll see how far we go on that. But I just feel the Lord is saying, let's take a few moments. Let's continue to invite his presence. And let's do that, yes, collectively as a body, but let's do it individually. I encourage you right now to just reflect on the nearness of God. Reflect on God's goodness and greatness in your life. Can we do that for just a few moments? And as we do that, I believe God is going to speak to each one of us individually as well as corporately. Let's pray. 
Father, we just, uh, we thank you that all these things we read about in your word, Father, it's, it's life-giving. We thank you. And we realize it's life-giving because of your grace. The grace that was made available to us through Jesus Christ. Saving us, redeeming us. We praise you today. Father, I thank you for those who have already shared today. It's ministered to me, and I know it's ministered to others here. So, Father, we just invite an even greater realization of your presence, your power right now in Jesus' name. Father, you are welcome here. Speak, I pray, as we lift our voices to you right now in praise in Jesus name thank you Jesus thank you Father God I guess my next question to you is you know I can tell you remind you about what God's grace is but to each of us God's grace is maybe something different maybe it's an encounter you had with him where you saw God's grace at work in and through your life I, I would like to just give a moment, just a moment, to any of you that have not shared yet today. If there is an, a, a situation or, or, or something God has brought back to your mind where you, God's grace was made personal in your life. By that I mean God gave you, you could see the application of that at work in your life I want to give you an opportunity to share that right now. Uh, and we can just do it like the good old-fashioned Wednesday night Bible, you know, Sunday or Wednesday night service time where we get up and have testimony. You know what I'm talking about? Where you just speak to it, what God is meaning and doing in and through you because of his grace. Is there anyone that wants to take an opportunity and share? I'm not going to twist your arm real hard, but I don't want to rob you of an, of an opportunity that God wants to use through your obedience to bless others. You know, God can do the supernatural, can he? Many of us believe that. I would venture to say most of us in here believe that. But um, I think sometimes in that whole understanding of God doing the miraculous yes it can be done outside of what we think as common everyday life but I believe God does the miraculous as Matt was just talking about in our everyday life application 
And so sometimes when he's speaking, when he's directing us, when we're responding to that, we kind of fail to see it sometimes because it just seems like, well, you know, I just did it or, or um, it was just everyday life. But when we are in tune with God, when his spirit is at work in us, it's not like a separate thing. It's, it's, it's his presence abiding in me, in you, living in us. His power, his presence, his wisdom, always at work, ready to intervene in our situations. The thing is, what he wants is, for us to understand that his presence working in and through us can become more of our everyday. He wants it to be supernaturally natural. Does that make sense? Supernaturally natural in terms of a way of understanding or a way of doing because it's God's presence, real, active, alive in us. Matt, I thank you for that example. That's a concrete example of the way the Holy Spirit prompts us. No doubt, not only, like you said, did it save in that one, you know, or that one part, but the fact that he prompted you again to go back and check that. A lot of house fires happen through things like that. Praise the Lord. Anybody else real quick? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Scott. Amen. Yeah, you know, just hearing you share. <laughs> I know I've been there before, and I'm sure some of you have been there before, too. You know, it's, it's in those trying times. We know what we should be doing, you know, as lovers and followers of Christ, and we are. You know, we're, we're praying, we're seeking His guidance and direction. But, but this whole aspect of he already knows our need. Do you believe that? Yeah. And so I, I believe many times it's not that he wants us to always pray our need. He, would, he does want us to pray because prayer is worship too. But I believe he wants us to practice more of the praise. And that's hard when things don't look that promising. But I believe that if we are faithful to press through in praising him, you know, even in those circumstances, it opens up his heaven, you know? You know that old song, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills? Any of you know that song? Yeah, it's an oldie, isn't it? <laughs> I used to always like that song, and I, every once in a while, I'll refer to it this way and people kind of look at me because and then that tells me they don't know what I'm talking about as far as the song but um, I always just say Lord I love you I know you own the cattle on a thousand hills and I'm just coming to you in the name of Jesus just to cash in another one of those cows for me okay and but but as we praise him you know the wealth and riches and everything else are his to control so praise him in the most difficult of circumstances. Even when praising him 
doesn't bring immediate results because we're in an instant society, aren't we? Instant culture. We want everything now. And yet we read the stories in the Old Testament as well as the New where people, you know, had to go through lessons of learning that were, you know, 40 years long, 100 years long, whatever, you know. But as we are faithful to praise him in the most difficult, difficult circumstances, none of our praise, none of our prayers go unheard. I believe every time we pray, every time we worship him, it's drawing us that much closer, so to speak, to his presence. He's always there, but I mean, he hears every word and he records that, so to speak, and is aware of that. And the longer we praise him, the longer our attitude is of praise in our prayer even, the more he sees yes, this is the one I can trust. This is the one I can bless, you know. Awesome. Thank you. All right. I've got five minutes. You ready? <laughs> okay. Today, what I wanted to continue in the message is this, that many times that powerlessness we feel is basically unbelief or sin. Maybe we did something that we knew we shouldn't have done. But really, isn't unbelief kind of a sin too? Yeah. We just, we know it, we've heard it, but we just, you know, in this situation, I just can't quite believe it, you know? That's where we experience powerlessness in our lives. You know, David... Remember David and Goliath, the Philistine? Remember the nation of Israel? They were petrified by the Philistines, the giants, all right? They were petrified by Goliath. Remember that? But David said this, and it was a, an expression, really, of praise and acknowledgement of who God is and was in his life. He said, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. You see, David knew his God. He practiced praise, didn't he? Wasn't he the psalmist? You know, didn't he play a lyre? You know, like a little harp. Yeah. He was a lot of things. So our unbelief, our sin in our lives is what holds us powerless. 
But when we are willing to step out in faith, engage in prayer, a prayer of praise, inviting God. And if we don't know him, then just starting with the, the basics, inviting him into our lives first as Lord. Those situations, those uh, occasions of powerlessness will begin to turn around in Jesus' name. Haggai 2.22 says, I will overturn royal thrones. That even means today. I can overturn presidents. I can overturn kings. I can overturn whatever. Leaders of countries. Even those that maybe we hear in the news that we think this person is crazy, you know? And wanting to inflict harm and so forth. God's power can overturn royal thrones and shatter the power of the foreign kingdoms. I will overthrow chariots and their drivers, horses and their riders will fall each by the sword of his brother. Haggai 2.22. Powerful, isn't it? That's the kind of God we serve. So if you feel some powerlessness, ask the Lord to reveal what that might be. He'll show you. And then bring it before him. Repent of it. Just say, Father, forgive me. And then begin to praise him. And watch what happens. Samson, you know, his unbelief or his sin was a broken covenant. You know, God gave him strength through his hair and told him not to share that with anyone. And you know the end of that story, all right? Just to move on. Saul, Saul wanted to do everything in his own power and strength. Remember him? He even did things that only the priests were supposed to do because he wasn't patient. He didn't wait on God. Actually, in the end, he really didn't believe that God could do it, you know? And what did that lead to? Well, read, and, and you will find out that it led to him just becoming mad. Fits of anger and rage overtook him. Even the apostle Paul, or the apostles, Paul too, <laughs> all of them were helpless in being able to contend with the evil forces that were at work. You know, when God sent them out and they began ministering his good news and laying hands on those who were sick and, and casting out demons and people who were demon-possessed, they would come up against strongholds people who were, you know, um, possessed with legions, thousands of demons, all right? 
and they would become helpless to contend. Why? Well, it came down to this. They didn't believe. Mark chapter 9. They believed God could do a lot of things, but in this circumstance, what would enter in and create unbelief? Fear. Doubt. Things that I've encountered before. I don't know about you. All right. This is what Jesus says, and you've heard this before. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Do you want to be fruitful? Do you want to live a fruitful life? You can. But the other part of that is, apart from me, apart from my presence abiding in you as a follower of Christ, you can do nothing, Jesus says. Apart from the grace of God, we are helplessly lost. But the grace of God, His Holy Spirit brings His kingdom power to bear in our lives. And I'm just going to read through these real fast because our five minutes is up. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's dwelling in us, His power enables us to be able to rebuke the devourer. When I say rebuke the devourer, you know, when we're in these difficult situations of our everyday life, when we need a new car, when we, you know, we've run out of groceries this week. I've had this happen before. Let's get down and get practical, okay? I can remember when Deb and I were first married and we had... Uh, I think Ron and I think Charlene was just young. I remember one week we ran out, you know. And I remember going up to the store. I had just a little bit of change in my pocket. And as I was approaching the store, I just said, oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You know, would you provide in this situation? I, I know that you have always been faithful to bless us. I also know sometimes it's been like 11th hour, <laughs> but you've always come through. So, Father, this is 11th hour right now. Would you provide in this situation? And I just started walking from my car, and I don't usually do this, but I just happened to glance down, and right there was the exact amount of money I needed. I think all I was getting, as I, as I remember, was either... It was either a gallon of milk or um, a loaf of bread. It wasn't even that big of a thing. It was just payday was coming, but it wasn't quite there yet. Have you ever been there? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, power to rebuke the devourer in our lives. Second thing, the Holy Spirit's power is mightier than all the physical forces that we come in contact with in our lives. Greater. The Holy Spirit's power always accompanies 
the infilling, the baptism of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So when we accept Christ and then we um, are baptized by the Holy Spirit, his presence accompanies all of that and empowers us to do his work and his bidding. God's power also fills us with healing. Um, God enables us through his power to speak with authority. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt a little inadequate to speak to that? But as you just began to praise God in prayer and, and just seek his presence, you just felt the Holy Spirit's presence begin to give you boldness. Have you ever felt that before? Not to put a particular person on the spot here, but I remember one sitting right here indicating to me a similar situation along that line where they were put into a situation where they had to do this big presentation. It wasn't that they didn't know what they were talking about, but it was a lot of information. It was a lot, and it was a lot of people that were coming to receive this instruction. And you know how that can be intimidating. And yet, recognizing the Holy Spirit's presence welling up and enabling this individual to not only do, you know, make it through it, but to do it well. That's the kind of God we serve. All right? Almost done. The Holy Spirit's power fills life with his healing do you need a healing in anything? Not only physically, spiritually, his power can do all of that. And the Holy Spirit's power provides guidance in our life. I need his guidance every day of my life. And I find the more that I go before him, the more I spend time with him, set time aside to make him a priority, he provides that enlightenment, that guidance, that wisdom that I need. Praise the Lord. And then his spirit, its power in us will move, remove all of those obstacles in our lives. Hallelujah. So, this is it. When we embrace the grace of God, With joy. It releases his power to accomplish his purposes in our lives. That's the person I want to follow. How about you? Do you love him? I know you do, because I can feel it coming from you, his love through you. Hallelujah. Let's expect to see more of his power because of him living in us. Let's begin to expect more of that to happen, to intervene in our lives, in our everyday lives, okay? Look for it. It'll happen. 
Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you today. Thank you for everyone who shared. And Father, I pray that through their obedience and uh, to your prompting, your spirit prompting them to share, that Father, you will strengthen their faith that, that much more. You will strengthen their resolve to follow you, to praise you, to talk to you as Daddy God, to allow you to lead and guide. Father, I thank you that the more we understand your word as powerfully uh, energized as it is with your spirit, and reverently, Father, we say, we're just awestruck by it. We, we know it's power that we, we fear in terms of humbling ourselves and recognizing that it's nothing that is of us in our own self, but it's you in our lives. And so, Father, as we humble ourselves before you today, I just pray in Jesus' name that you will enable us to begin to see more and more what life anew is and how our daily lives can be guided by your presence. And we can see the miraculous, the supernatural being performed in a natural, everyday life application way. We give you praise today in Jesus' name. And now, Father, I just pray that as we, your body, go out into the world this week, that we would be activated by your Spirit, empowered by your Spirit, and engaged by your Spirit. And Father, we know that when we are doing that, when we are stepping out in that power, you're going to begin to cause us to look to others, to intervene in others' lives, sharing the love, the power of your presence with others. We just give you great praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. Go with Jesus, and thank you for the few extra minutes. For joining us for this message from Pastor Run. We hope that this message has helped draw you closer to God. We also hope that you will be able to join us for our Sunday worship as we would love to have you be a part of our church family. Our Sunday school starts at 9 a.m. and Sunday worship starts at 10 a.m. Don't forget to check out our website where you can find our address and our church phone number. The website is trinityfriends.com. Once again, that's trinityfriends.com. While there, feel free to check out the calendar for upcoming church events that are happening as well. And feel free to check out our new Facebook page to stay up to date on all the new activities that are happening as well. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, God bless. Speak to